0: i i wouldn't disclose right now revenue but like we are in a healthy we are in a healthy series a range let me put it this way you know and and the fast growth is exactly to that right
1: you are listening to conversations with nathan Latka, where i sit down and interview the top SaaS founders like eric juan from zoom if you'd like to subscribe go to gitlatka.com Hey, folks. My guest today is Florian Hill, and he's the founder and CEO of Vidia Health, a dental AI company. Prior to Vidia Health, Florian conducted AI research at the intersection of engineering and social science at MIT's Institute for Data Systems and Society, as well as at Harvard Business School. He also worked with McKinsey & Company and founded NINU, a digital health tech startup. He holds two master's degrees from MIT in computer science and technology policy and a bachelor's degree in management technology. He completed the first German state exam in medicine as well. Florian, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah. <laughs> are, you also a, are you also a dentist?
0: Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Ah. Uh, but the first okay. two years of med school were with dentists in Germany. So, so I had to learn all of that as well.
1: I see. Okay. So that's where like the dentist part of this comes in, huh?
0: That's right. That's right. Exactly.
1: Okay. So what is Vidya Health? Uh, what are, when customers pay for it, are these dentists uh, that are paying you directly? And if so, what do they get when they pay?
0: Yeah, so our, yes, dentists could be our customer. They are, but the major customer really are dental chains. They're called DSOs, Dentist Service Organizations. And so you can imagine this, they have actually up to 1,000 practices or even more, right? And then they employ the dentists. And so those are really our primary customers, so more enterprise level, actually. Um, but what do they get? Uh, so we are the leading provider of um, a diagnostic AI platform. We call it Video Assist. And that means every time you, Nathan, go to the dentist and you get your general cleanup and you get x-rays, um, our software takes these x-rays in and then diagnoses and treatment plans them for you. And so we ensure that the dentist, hygienist, the entire team, you know, doesn't miss any treatments, has a higher accuracy in diagnosis, as well as increases what we call the case acceptance rate. So it means that you as a patient get a second ad hoc opinion right there from the AI, right? Um, and so with that, we can increase the case acceptance rate for treatments, which on the one side helps you as a patient to get the right treatment earlier. And you know, down downstream, you don't have cost, uh, mm-hmm. costly procedures like crowns or implants or root canals. Um, and for the patient, it's great. Uh, for the dentist, it's great as well because he can you know do the lucrative treatment now and not maybe in two years. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Obviously, every DSO is going to want to upsell me, the patient, in that dentist chair, right? And if they use Vidya and Vidya helps them upsell better, every DSO is going to fall in love with you. In fact, they love you more if you help them upsell more. So aren't you very incentivized to make sure the dentist can upsell something to the client in the seat? And if so, isn't that not a great experience for the patient?
0: Um, so I, I get your point, but that actually is not what we are seeing in the market. Really. The the problem is more that, um, that dentists, especially younger dentists, which are primarily going to the DSO. So they have, they just got off dentists who will have a lot of that. So they go to these dental chains, right? Because they cannot afford to get their own practice. And they actually very, insecure at this point to really do the right diagnosis. So what they are doing is actually over-diagnosing. And what I mean by this is they are, you you and Nathan maybe have five cavities, let's say, and you need like five fillings. Um, They maybe showed you just two and three are skipped. That's literally what we have in the statistics, right? And so those three cavities, they come back and hunt you down the line, but then they are not any more cost-effective fillings and small procedures, but then they might become crowns. Mm -hmm. So what we really try to do is not to, we don't give a treatment recommendation for this over treatment is often more classified as like for this diagnosis, the cavity, like you can do a crown or filling. That is in the hands of the dentist, but we want to make sure that they don't miss anything where you could do earlier on a less invasive procedure. If Mm -hmm. that makes sense.
1: And that's really what I went to the dentist. I was very frustrating because my aunt is an Mm -hmm. actual dentist in in Ah, Ohio, mm -hmm. but she's not the dentist I go to. The dentist I went to here in Austin, I sat down in the chair and they go, you need like these seven things done. It's all preventative maintenance and it's gonna cost five grand. And I'm like, screw you. I'm not, that's ridiculous. And by the way, you just lost all my trust. I'm never coming back because you yeah. tried to upsell me five grand. And I know for a fact, because I asked my aunt, because I had the pictures, I asked my aunt if this was accurate or not. And she's like, you don't need all this. So then I lost yeah. total trust. Yeah. Uh, so ha- like, I'm ha- a little absolutely. bit biased.
0: Hey, no, but Nathan, that's exactly what we're experiencing a lot as well. And so funny enough, everyone in my team and our company, We actually, we have a a company internal link where, you know, we analyze for fun, like our x-rays before we get any treatment. And we actually have a lot of our engineers with exactly your experience and our AI then uh, out of the seven, he Mike, actually, he had the same experience than you, they identified three as being legit and the other four as being just way too early stage that you would do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And so for us, actually, you're bringing up a really great point because we, we just recently announced that we obtained FDA clearance for our cavity detection algorithm. And so there, there was a, a regulator body, a third body, right, FDA, which doesn't care about revenue or anything. They care about clinical uh, advocacy, right? And so um, what we paid attention to is that actually we are reducing the errors as well. So in our clinical study, we have shown that we reduce the missed cavities by 43%, which is huge, right? But at the same time, we reduce the errors by 15%. So that means actually, if your dentist would have used our AI, you wouldn't have seen these seven cavities where you need all of this. So we actually it's- elevate really the, and that's pretty important. Maybe that's my clinical background, but that's actually pretty important to, to our mission.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that makes a lot of sense. And, and so, and I think the use case is clear. My audience understands the product clearly. Yeah. Help me understand pricing. So, what do one of these DSOs pay you per month or per year on average?
0: Um, so the the price ranges really it you know goes from four hundred to to eight hundred dollars, so to say um, per month, month per practice. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But but it is like um, it's it's DSO pricing, so uh, it's, uh, it's 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 per month, but usually it's longer term contracts. Right? We usually have minimum of one year contract or
1: something. Mm-hmm. And how many practices are on the platform today? Well, so
0: we don't disclose complete numbers because we're literally onboarding every day. So I actually wouldn't even know. But like we have, we have right now dozens of DSOs, which together accumulate over 3,000 offices. So
1: that's okay. And an office is a practice, right?
0: That's right. I use those interchangeably, or you can use
1: location. Okay. Okay. So, So just to be clear, you said each practice you charge between 400 and 800, depending on what software level they want, et cetera. And then you said right. across a couple dozen DSOs, you've got about 3,000 practices right now and you're onboarding fast. Yeah.
0: And then we have also, uh, we also have other aspects. Like we also have partnerships, like some of this is not yet public, et cetera, where we are trying to get to to also practices, which maybe are not part of a DSO, but they are more like seeing a mom and pop shop, right? What, us, right what in, I'm trying to
1: get what I'm trying to get right yeah. now is success you've had already so far. So you've already, you're already installed across 3,000 practices and you're expanding rapidly. That's right. Yeah,
0: exactly. We Amazing. are not right now installed in three thousand. We are getting there right now. We're rolling it out to three thousand. That's that's where we're doing it. And that should be in the next our goal is to do that in the next twelve months.
1: Okay, but So that's a, that's why I asked these questions very specifically, right? right? So how many are you already in? Or, yeah, are you guys pre, or you're pre I, it's by the by the way, Florian, it's fine if you're early. Yeah. That's fine. You don't have to like hide <laughs> that. It's cool. Right. So you just uh-huh. got clearance. Are you guys pre installed? You don't have any install installations yet? No, we have like about I know three digits or so right now. Oh, okay, got it. So but, call between yeah. a couple hundred and a thousand, and you're scanning and now,
0: nicely. Exactly, and now we're trying to get to to three thousand in the next twelve to, to 14 months. That's really and you've,
1: and you've already signed those contracts. It's just about getting it installed, right? That's right. It's
0: all rolling out exactly.
1: Right. It's I like see, a I lot.
0: See. Our focus right now, Nathan, is you know customer success and uh, you know support. Really. Yep. Yep. No. Okay.
1: That makes sense. All right. Put this on a timeline for me. When did you write the first line of code for this?
0: Wow. Uh, the first line of code was really research uh, to, to some extent when, when I was at, at MIT and Harvard, which is 2016. Um, and then 2018, I published a paper about it and I started the company then at the end of 2018. So now at yeah, the end of 2018, I founded the company. Um, and yeah, that's actually really when we started, because in the beginning, it was like, to be honest, when we went to the FDA, for instance, right, to get this cleared, like they never had any... They had no experience with dentists or uh, dentistry whatsoever. They were familiar with like chest x-rays and mammography, right? You maybe have heard these these algorithms flying around, but they had no clue about dentistry. So there was really a time when you needed to educate them.
1: Remote teams are all the rage right now. In fact, many companies want to stay this way, even post pandemic. And the reasoning is obvious. Hiring talent from anywhere in the world means you can bring on better talent. But the challenges are very real. How do you manage employees in other countries, legally and easily? What about international payroll, employee benefits? What are taxes like in countries that are far away from where you're based? You need to understand all of this, including local paperwork and local compliance for all your remote employees. Now, two of the most successful remote companies, both GitLab and Zapier, have reached multi-billion dollar valuations, and they use a special tool, a secret portal, I like to call it, at remote.com. Remote's platform is easy to use for full-time employees, contractors, and your HR team. They help you scale your international team, your remote team, at a price you can afford. Now look, when I sign up sponsors, you guys know I like to get a great deal for our listeners. Otherwise, we won't run the sponsorship. Well, Remote has delivered. Sign up today and receive a 50% discount off your first employee for the first three months. Check out nathanlaka.com forward slash remote and enter promo code LATKA to get started. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash remote and promo code L-A-T-K-A. Check it out today before you miss out. Have you bootstrapped the company or did you decide to raise?
0: We decide to raise, but just uh, if, you, if you build AI products as well as in a regulatory environment, it's just really, really hard to bootstrap, right? Um so so that's why we raised um in total like over 26 million right now by by Spark Capital, Zet Ventures and Pillar VC phenomenal When was
1: when was the last raise?
0: The last raise was uh, a 20 million raise by Spark Capital uh and that was uh, two months ago.
1: Okay, got it. So 20 million just now and what was that your A? Yeah, that was our series A, yeah, exactly. Interesting. And then just fill out that history for us. So when and how much was the the pre-seed or the seed? So
0: the first check was actually from, from MIT directly. So it was like when I founded the company <laughs> and then, and then, and then we had a pre-seed of a million. Well, what was
1: that size from MIT?
0: And that was 50,000. That was like, ah, okay. a, you know, that was like when you were, you just right away from MIT, you had like all these ideas, you know, and you were like, let's go for it. Um, and so on. But then, then the pre-seed was a million. Then the seed was 5.4 by Pilanzetta, and And then recently the series A uh, for 20 million.
1: Wait, sorry. When was this million seed?
0: that was in uh well that was also in also in 2018 and then the, the the seed round the 5.4 million was in um in september 2019.
1: got it five four million. okay and so where did most of that 5.4 go was it really towards getting the approval the fda approval
0: the most of the uh the, the seed round the 5.4 was a product development exactly building up a team right that's like that's really where you build like the early stage team um, the product, the FDA approval. Um, also that was all the time where we did like a lot of paid pilots testing the product and so on. And now the CUSA money the 20 million is really about like, sure, continuously to, to fast product development. And we have like an entire product roadmap, um, and execute on that. So we absolutely focus on hiring more engineering product design all across that. But then also, you know, now sustaining, we just talked about the rollout, right. Sustaining our current clients and expanding to other clients, spitting up customer success, commercial marketing, um, et cetera. So it's kind of like very classic stages to some extent.
1: And yeah, speaking of classic, I mean, most folks closing in series A pre this most recent downturn, right? Or selling between sort of 10 and 15% of the business in that raise. Were you guys sort of in that same standard range?
0: Yeah, overall, like we were in in the standard range, right? We we didn't Uh have evaluation disclosed, but it was very healthy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, if you're selling 10 to 15%, which is pretty standard at Series A and you raise 20 million, you're flirting with call north of 150 million valuation.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't comment on it, but like you, you probably know the, the things. It's interesting, though, you just commented on this, right? There are lots of, lots of companies right now, which uh, I, I think like, we, have a very, we have a very bright future. So we, we raised at the right time. And, and also we have a really great um, pipeline. So to say we have really high growth right now. Uh, so that's awesome. But it is interesting how the VC market crashed just in the last four months. So I'm, I'm very curious how this will.
1: Yeah, no, I closed You certainly closed at the right time. Now, obviously, you didn't know the market was going to crash. So it was, you can consider yeah. it luck. But hey, it pays to be lucky sometimes.
0: Right, right. I mean, you uh, saw a little bit six months ago, right? With the public markets. But overall, I Oh, agree.
1: come on. Yeah, but no, when, I mean, nothing was yeah, crashing yeah. until really like a month ago. It's really, I mean, anyone so that raised right. more than a month, you know. Um, I agree to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you think you're like super special and saw all this coming before everyone else, you'd be a very rich hedge fund manager right now if you did.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no. I'm, I'm also not, that's not my expertise. My expertise is building teams and companies and not so much, you know, yeah, like that's, that's yeah. just one part of the job, right? That's not all our job.
1: Tell me more about the team today. How many folks are full-time?
0: And we have 30 people, um, and now are growing. this, just hired an amazing director of talent actually. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, so we, we want to, to, to get to a healthy 60, 70 people. End of this year so that's that's our goal um and honestly this is a little bit equally we just talked about this a little bit equally split honestly between engineering product and, and then commercial
1: right mm-hmm. very yeah. cool and then you, you just mentioned fast growth i mean we were talking earlier about number of practices you said you're in several hundred now but caught less than a thousand but you've got contracts up to like three thousand you're doing the rollout over the next 12 months but if we take that 300 you know a couple hundred right now that you're already installed in times your smallest per practice price of 400 bucks right? You have bigger ones at 800 per practice, but at your smallest, that would mean you're doing north of 120 grand of MRR today. Is that accurate?
0: Yeah, you're really fast. Uh, might be, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't disclose right now revenue, but like we are in a healthy, we are in a healthy series A range. Let me put it this way, you know, and, and the fast growth is exactly to that, right? Because for us, we absolutely incentivized right now to roll this out to as many practices as we can, as fast as, as we can. Right.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I don't, uh, I'm not asking you to share no. what what your actual revenue is right now. I'm just multiplying numbers you already gave me. So you said 300 pra- yeah. hundreds of practices, but not a thousand yet, and right. at least 400 bucks per practice. 400 times 300 is 120 grand in MRR at least. So you're above right, that. That's around it. Right? That's around okay, okay, it. Cool. Yeah. And then and then when you say again, I haven't raised recently, right? So when you say healthy growth for Series A, I mean, what are folks looking for right now? I are mean, you talking 300 percent year over year growth the past 12 months?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, that is difficult because like our, you were right, like there, for instance, you know, in the last, last year to like 11 months ago, like we were not able to sell so aggressively as we can now, because we didn't have the FDA approval that like is very technical now, but in the end we have a medical device. So there are limitations of how quickly you can sell.
1: Oh, there's a uh, physical something. component to this.
0: No, but, uh, it's a medical software as a medical device is actually now a new category. So it's a absolute, it's a software only product. But now, actually, since a couple of years, there's actually a category at the FDA, which is software as a medical device.
1: Okay. But you don't, just to be clear, you don't sell a piece of hardware.
0: No, no. Yeah. But uh, when I say, I, I, I know what you mean, because like medical device is, is a little bit misleading, right? But here, I really mean just the algorithm is a medical device.
1: I see. I see. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. um, okay. It's quite interesting. interesting. It's very new. Yeah. Well, I mean, so were you basically exact, I mean, just to calculate growth, right? <laughs> were you basically pre-revenue exactly one year ago? You were still getting approved, right?
0: Yeah, one year ago we had revenue because we actually we didn't talk about another side of a business, but we also work with insurance companies to automatically adjudicate their claims, um, mm-hmm. and that doesn't that doesn't require FDA approval. Um, so there you can work already, and they are also on the practice side. There are uh, products you can uh, you can sell without FDA approval, but it's just not our core business. So we did have healthy revenue, but really now it goes into into the SaaS, repeatable business motion, if you know what I mean, right? And not like, yeah. you know, high paid pilots and all of this, right?
1: I mean, but if we, if we just, I love how you arbitraged your initial cash flow there with the insurance business, which is great while you're waiting for the approval. But I mean, just talking about the pure SaaS motion a year ago, I mean, you're doing under 20, 30,000 bucks a month in revenue. I mean, it's peanuts, right?
0: Yeah, a year ago, we did, we did peanuts in revenue.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you're bigger than that now, <laughs> obviously.
0: We it's are bigger an than that now. I mean, we had we had certainly healthy numbers, nonetheless, like, uh, like absolutely... Uh, you know, six, seven digits in terms of like revenue from from pilots and all of that. But the thing is I'm discounting this a little bit. like that helped us a lot in in fundraising and all of that and even like that was healthy revenue even which which helped us to substantiate our seed round. But for me, i what I really want to get to as much, and this is really what we've hit um you know uh, now now a couple of months ago um is this the saAS revenue, you know yep. like not the hey, the one-time big chunks like you know we had pilots of several hundred k, but um, the SaaS repeatable revenue, with this repeatable motion, um, and that's like that's the golden grail because then you can like double down on that. If that
1: makes sense, of course. And everything else so, I mean, is
0: more like almost like service. It's almost feels like more that you've been doing a service service uh, company, you know?
1: Yeah, which is by the way, there's nothing wrong with that uh, to get to get no. get stuff going. It helps you preserve equity as a founder. It's it's well, makes a lot of sense. Um, and and you of- you can build a great product, by the way, because like that's how you how you learn, right? That's right. That's right. Yep. Exactly. Um, now in terms of growth, obviously you you're 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 your ass is on the line now, right? Series A raised, you've got to go. It's, <laughs> there's no like slow growth. You can't grow 70% year over year. That would be a failure for what you've raised. You've got to be way bigger than that. So, I mean, can you get above, you know, five, six million bucks of ARR this year? Or like how aggressive do you think you can be this year?
0: Yeah, I mean, we are we are pretty aggressive. I mean, we also have, you know, we, we, we were very diligent about like, who we choose as a Series A investor. So we, we are in a fortunate position you know, to, to choose a little bit. And um, and we, we took Spark Capital because they are phenomenal. And, um, you know, um, coming in the Series A, uh, they have built amazing SaaS companies, so Carter, et cetera, which I think are mm-hmm. great. Um, and, 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 and that's, you know, we, we aligned there on our expectations, but that's exactly the growth we are, we are streaming towards.
1: All right. Very cool. Let's wrap up Florian with the Famous Five. Number one, last book that you read.
0: Uh, Zero to IPO from Freddie Karras, who's actually uh, an angel investor in
1: our company. Very cool. um, and Number it's two. phenomenal. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
0: Uh, Freddie, actually, he is my mentor, and I call him a couple of times, actually.
1: Number wow. three, what's your favorite online tool for building a video? <laughs>
0: uh, it's, so it's not the most used tool, but I really like Miro.
1: Miro, yep. right, yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the visual yeah, app, yeah. Whiteboard. That's Number right. Number four, yeah. how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Five to six, six, six. All right. And what's your I situation? actually do.
0: I actually try to really always minimum have more than six because I think sleep is actually. I think that's like that's the most important component. I would cut on everything else except sleep.
1: Totally. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids?
0: Um, girlfriend, partner,
1: but okay, not married. But no also,
0: kid. also an entrepreneur. So that's that's fun.
1: And and Florian, how old are you? I'm twenty nine. Twenty nine. Last question: Something you wish you knew when you were thirty, or sorry, when you were twenty.
0: Um, that honestly, you can just do what you really want to do. Like you have a lot when you're early and young, you have like dreams and everyone tells you um, that that's like too complex. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't study medicine and computer science and start a company here and so on. And you can just do it um, just because others don't do it. It doesn't mean you cannot do it
1: guys video.ai started off as a research project in school uh now scaling nicely he's raised uh, just raised a 20 million series a scaling out to what's called DSOs. these are dentist shops basically right so they're helping dentists understand is that cavity does it need treatment now does it not need treatment They're fda approved a lot of ai here 30 folks on the team scaling nicely they're across and already installed several hundred practices each practice pays between 400 and 800 bucks a month they've got a clear path to getting install base up to three thousand practices here by the end of this year we'll see what happens florian thanks for taking us to the top.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much.